Daddy's back. <laughs> hey, Daddy. That, God damn it. What's you up? You got a little... Uh, I'm back. You got a little... Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, I'm back sweating. Sleep. I'm back in the seat like I've never left. Um, But at, when I was gone, you guys did some pretty cool episodes. And I, I would did- say that I, I missed you, but I didn't have time because I was dealing with a child of my own for that month. <laughs> trying to corral this madman. I give you so much respect. You're you're very well trained for fatherhood. He's it. prepared me for Yeah, he's prepared you. If your child if your months. child is a psycho, you'll be well prepared. <laughs> he's not even paying attention. He's not. I heard Derek was on. Derek was on. We did a very good episode. Nice. Um yeah, we didn't actually need to do that. You weren't gone that long. So no, we didn't need to do I, that. I was gone from for a month. I think we filmed a few before, like I was technically yeah, gone. Yeah, I think so I, I know did. You filmed uh, one by yourself. Did one the mother church one by myself. I did one with Derek. Yeah, and then and then I think I did a mini one about the FDA thing. Yes, I think that yeah. was it. I think it was only like three. So, but yeah, I my daughter was born July first. Um, God bless I was America. Out. <laughs> I was I was out June June twenty ninth. Hold until on, I think it's back again. You got like a it's like a flake like on your forehead. Am I peeling? No, oh, there not, it is. It yeah. was a cigar. Yeah, it looked like an ash flake. You're good. Um, yeah, no, I was out for a month. I'll be taking more paternity time at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, I'm, it was it's quite an experience. This is my first kid, so it it was awesome. Everyone here, a lot of people here were supportive. I felt bad because I was just every time I had a chance to sleep, I did. And I was like, I have a missed call from Nick. I have a missed call from Anthony. No, that's missed call from my mom. You only put our friendship. To the but, test. That's fine. <laughs> but I missed a, I missed a, I missed a party, the 50th party. It was a good time. Yeah. I heard it was, I heard after I heard, my first hour, when I, I got it was to like, settle in, it, it was, was a third time. take. I know a handful of people didn't go, but everyone was talking about how the weather was beautiful. Sunset. I saw Justin post some videos. I you got saw some, Chris Hornaday really posted some really nice photos as well on his Instagram. Um, and yeah, it just looked like it was, a, and the weather was great from, from I, re- what it I was. remember last week. Yeah. And, and as shame of it is to say, I'm kind of like, I think this one worked out. I mean, listen, there was a few hiccups from the, from the boat people that we had to deal with, but we got to remember that they were <clears throat> like as short notice on this as we were. Like were they, they only had a month to get everything together. But we only got like half the amount of people that like were originally for the other two. And I thought it was perfectly like well crowded. Like, uh, you know, cause basically after the first round of drinks, everyone went up, hang out on the top deck, then everyone went down to dinner. And then everyone, like everyone, everyone was able to fit on the top deck, hanging out. We initially had like double the amount of people and it would like, people would have not, everyone would have been able to like hang out upstairs. It would gotcha, have been more like okay. a hangout in so the middle So this room. amount of people was the right amount of people to be yeah, It was like 70 people when originally it was like 125 or 130 oh, that wow. was going to go. Yeah. Like our limit was 150, and I remember us getting close to it. Uh, Pete crushed it. I heard. Absolutely crushed it. Justin got to meet his, his idol. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, um, Justin wore, I think he, Justin was actually dressed nicely, and he wasn't dressed nicely ironically. He actually looked nice for once. <laughs> So what did I miss while I was gone? Oh God! What what um? Nothing crazy. I mean, this episode is dropping after we're going to Nashville tomorrow. So, yeah. Um, I'm sure that. the previous episode after this, you'll have a lot more to talk about. You're yeah, going, yeah. so you're going to uh, it's a Mother Church event, correct? Yep, Mother Church launch event. Um, and it's at CDM. It's at the CDM Nashville store. So I finally get. Oh, 
when's the last time you saw John in person? Was it IPCPR? Yeah, trade show. 2019. 2019. Yeah, it's been. I a know while. you. We've interviewed him quite a lot, and you talked to him a lot. But that's I, why, like, I was. I don't care if I get COVID down there because, like, I'm going to isolate afterwards. Yeah. And, like, I won't see anybody else. So, like, that's fine. I'll get four days to relax and like play video games. But I'm like, I don't want to miss this trip because, like, I haven't mm -hmm. seen John in so long. And, like, the event is, like, special because it's, like, Mother Church, which was, um, you know, it's one yeah, of the it, first brands I got to work on. Exactly. Um, it's a really special project yeah, between and you, John, you two. Yeah, and John is yeah. probably, like, my, you know, him and, and Alec Rubin and I want to say Nick Melillo for my own edification, but Nick probably has, like, a thousand people that he's as friendly with as me. But John and Alec are probably, like, my closest friends in the industry. That makes sense. Um, you know, Matt also and, and Dave Lafferty. But me and John, just like we talk all the time. So it's like, but like we don't get to hang out. You know, he doesn't do a lot of events. <clears throat> he doesn't travel a lot. I know he said that. Like he, yeah, he doesn't. Like, and dude, he's he's crushing his business. Like yeah. he doesn't need to be out there. When I he's went, been enough years of like slugging it out on the mm -hmm. road. He doesn't need to do that anymore. He's got he's got a family and all that. Yeah. He said he just he really enjoys, um, just being home. He's like literally, I just go to the office and go home and yeah. And he like he like made these hats like. I think he might sell a few of them maybe on his website or like, I, I don't know, but like, <clears throat> this was not like, a, this is not a full production cigar. Yeah. All the swag. Like, I, oh, dude, let me make a few hats for like, for the all, event. And all stuff. the hats I got from John, like makes up for me really wanting the like athletic, the Oakland A's <laughs> type hat. I love his hats. I always like, everyone's always like, what is that? Like the La Patissier hat. I really like the crown heads. They're like, Oh, there's a California bear on it. Oh. I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's a design, but I, I love his hats. I wear it mm. a lot. I started watching uh, Schitt's Creek. And? I like it a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, Let I say, I like Letter Kenny better because yes, Letter Kenny yeah. is like more cerebral. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's yeah. a douchey thing to say. But Schitt's Creek is really good. Um, Dan Levy is, a genius. is the best. Yeah. Like, he, like his. I love Chris he, Elliott. Everyone yeah. hates him. I hate him. I hate him, in the, I hate him in the first season. Yeah. I don't like a character. That is so over the top, like stupid, like where it's like, you're, gotcha. you know, like I realize it's supposed to be like a podunk town. Everyone's kind of like, yeah. you know, blue collar and maybe not as sophisticated, but he's so like, like, there's no way this person could be a lot. Like this yeah. person would have like killed themselves by accident because <laughs> yeah. of how stupid they what are. What season are you on? I'm cruising through it. I mean, I'm on season four now. All right. I don't want to spoil anything. There's a moment there that he has me dying, but Eugene Levy's reactions to everything is just great. Mm. I love Stevie. Like it's the family, the family is good. Like the, yeah. the four of them are good. In their, I think, I think David is like the best. Yes. Um, and then I think Moira is really good. Yeah, she's great. You can't have the baby. <laughs> the baby. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's amazing. Um, and I like and, how they're all like. So I like David. He opened the Rose Apothecary, so he's doing that whole thing. Yeah. No, it it's a really feel good show. Yeah. And. You don't realize, I didn't realize the whole entire cast is Canadian except Chris Elliott. Yeah. I didn't know um, Catherine O'Hara was, was Oh, is Canadian. she Canadian? Yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. And her sense. and Eugene Levy have been working together for oh, 40 yeah, since, years, uh, right? For all the, uh, all the like Christopher the, Guest movies. Yep. That's a show that we started, that's a show Jess and I wrapped up over this earlier this year because everyone's like, it's great. And it's like 22 minutes. It's an easy watch. It's really well, That's funny. the shame of it is like, is it, it's. It, it moves like a sitcom, but yeah. it doesn't have sitcom length where it's no. like 20 episodes a season for like seven seasons. Yeah, it's, it's like much shorter. Episodes. So like I just started it really, I started watching it with the, 
uh, uh, girl that I'm seeing like a couple weeks ago. We watched it like one Sunday. Has she seen it before? Yeah, yeah she was okay, like pushing me to get right. into it because I was like fighting against it because I'm like, no, they took all the awards away from Letterkenny and Letterkenny's best. Now, I, like I said, if I had to pick one, it would be Letterkenny. Letter, yeah. But Letterkenny is that's like comparing like friends to like breaking bad. Like they're yeah, just not like, different, yeah. like one of them is probably like for like auteurs is like way better, but one of them is just, and listen to be a g- kind of generic, like not family friendly. Cause there's, there's, it's, I wouldn't say shit's Creek is a family friendly show. No. There's a lot of innuendo there, but to be yeah. like that kind of like almost network television kind of sitcom, yeah. but to still be real. Like I think big bang theory was terrible. Like I'm not, a fan I of enjoyed it, but it, it made, I enjoyed some some of it. Like I enjoyed the first six five seasons because I watched it, but then it got kind of like unbearable. Like we kind of get it. Like we get that you're nerds. Like let's like let's do something else. Like well, I, what Sheldon I really, was another one where it's like you can't exist in real life yeah. because like I <laughs> yeah. I would I would beat you up. Like you're yeah. so like because he's, he's not just like neurotic. He's he also like his, very mean. Yeah, he would have gotten his ass kicked. Yeah, like you would just I, be beat like. up and not because. And not beat up because like, because you're a nerd, like beat up because like you're rude to people. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like you're just a rude, you're person. pretentious. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, just chill episode here. It's good to have you back. And your friend, your uh, yeah, friend she made, made me. This is you. this is a custom uh, iron worked cigar. It's she not, works in iron. Like you don't act, no. All right. Cool. So this is J. She just says J R in the ashtray. Has my initials oh, on the band, and then the iron ore that's in the cigar because wow. this is all like a foil on the outside. This is what they use to like make steel out of. Like you'll you'll you would smelt this to like make steel. Justin, are you punching in? Thank it took you. her like four hours to make it. Really? Even yeah. This is. Yeah, well, she didn't make the matchbook. That's just. Oh, I don't know why I felt like it was. No, but yeah, she yeah she just like pumped it out and four. She wanted me to bring it on the boat. I'm like, no way with those animals. Yeah, someone would have dropped. Everyone it. was smoking cigars and someone drinking. would have dropped it. Oh yeah, it would have, or someone would have, would have taken it. Justin would have taken it. Yeah, this will make this will make a good story. Yeah, this one time I stole this guy's cigar statue, and then we went to Tribeca, and then I was in Romania, and then we all <laughs> played the scimitar Tribeca in a, in a circle at the same time. Why? Okay. You're talking about the bus stop that brought you back here? Just a just a bus stop. Did you where did wait, how'd you get there, by the way? Gotcha. So you were at the bus stop by yourself? Someone from here? I'm not even gonna ask on camera. Yeah, I leave and you just you 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 take over my life. Yeah. Yeah, you take all my friends here. Wait, who? Who did you Elise, take? Adele. Surprised you haven't taken Derek yet. You're no. trying to take Nick, and Nick, you're trying to take De- you're trying to take Nick, and Nick won't let that happen. Nope, I'll never let that happen. Do you know who called me on the boat? And I, I, I actually have to call him back. Greg. Yeah. How's he doing? I didn't get a chance to talk. I was like, uh, he called me like within a half hour have, of it starting. Know, I don't think so. Yeah. It was just a coincidence. He's like, oh, I just wanted to catch up. I have to call him back. Yeah, I saw him uh, share the Crown Heads videos and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to get a hat for him. And we should, like... He hit me up about about my daughter. He's like, having the going? baby? Yeah. The baby. Dude, it's getting to be like, if you want your kid to excel at anything in life... Because, listen, there's a lot of slack. There's way more slackers nowadays, but the people who are excelling at stuff 
have very driven parents. Like I feel like there is like a divide yeah. coming where like I the driven are becoming now. way more driven and then yeah. the lazy are becoming way more lazy. But like if you want your like people who like if you want your kid to play like golf in college, you have to get a golf club in their hand by the no. time they're like two or three. Well, you see a lot of these athletes, they oh, I was you know Dude, UF, UFC. I was doing basketball. I was doing football when I was three, four, five years old. You see some of these peewee leagues, and these kids are like next level, dude. But they, and that's the thing is they're all, they're all doing like private leagues where they don't have like this public like oh we don't keep scores like you have competitive no, parents yeah. like no we're gonna. What were you saying even, about the UFC? Even UFC, like it used to be a time like if you were just strong and could punch somebody, that was like your kind of main qualifier. Obviously, there was well, now you need to know guys. everything. Not, not even like you need to be well versed in everything because yeah. there's like a few guys who are like for, you know like uh what's his name who was the guy he was he was picked for dallas um greg hardy greg hardy he like did fine in his first three fights the minute he faced like anybody who knew what they were doing yeah. he had just has kept losing yeah there's a Cause lot because it, it's like and joe rogan talks about it all the time there's a fluidity to movement when you've been like training specifically in mixed martial arts for like 15 or more years yeah. that you just there's a fluidity to your movement whereas you're just an athlete who learned how to box a year ago and you're strong it just doesn't work that's out that's why and people are getting way like in five or six years the champions of the ufc are going to be people who have been training in all varieties of martial mm -hmm. arts for like their entire not yeah. somebody who was like a boxer and then they taught him some takedowns or like a college wrestler and they taught him how to punch it's going to be guys who have been training in all aspects mm -hmm. for like 20 years. That's the evolution of it. I have a few yeah. things to say from what you said. Like first you said like in five, six years, the evolution of that is going to be different. You look at basketball, you have these seven foot, seven foot or seven, two who are moving like guards. Like that's the evolution. Yeah. And then these stupid internet debates are like, who would win in a boxing match? LeBron James or prime Mike Tyson? Well, LeBron's six, nine and he's built. Mike, but you have to watch Mike Tyson <laughs> fight to see like, Mike Tyson would lay him out. It well, it, it depends on what they're talking about because Rogan has mentioned this too. If LeBron was going to grow to the same size he grew to now, but somebody got him at like ten or eleven years old and taught him jujitsu and striking, he's yeah. like LeBron James would probably be unstoppable. Because like because he because he's, he's tall, he's bigger than even John. Now the thing is like him making weight. I mean, he'd have to be a heavyweight, yeah. but. John Jones is like he comes from a super athletic family. Yeah, I think his brother. both his bo both Chandler his brothers, Jones, yeah. Chandler, and then the other one. I didn't know he had another one. Yeah, but Chandler Jones is NFL. still playing. Chandler football, Jones yeah. is, is uh, what is he a defensive linebacker yep, or something? Yeah, he's dude. He's a freak. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like LeBron, if he was like taught these things young, I don't know about the strength of being able to knock out Mike Tyson, but like he would have been able to compete at a yeah. very just because he has physical advantages and also you can tell that he's smart you know, I, I might not like a lot of what he of personally course. says yeah yeah but he's smart like you With have sports. to be so yeah. smart in at a professional level where like you know what you don't realize kind of you just think oh these guys are just freak athletes but when you hear him talking on the side like all right i'm gonna come around and like get yeah. this guy and then like you're gonna do the you know, you're gonna there's a clip out in. there uh, a few clips where some sports analyst asked the wide receiver for the Rams, Cooper Cup, like what happened on the final play? And he was talking about he he gave a football answer, and someone retweeted like half these half the football fans have no idea what he just said, and it's true. And then there's other clips of like uh, it was in the playoffs of the NBA with the Dallas Mavericks, like how the coach was just like Jason Kidd was just so vocal, like on the defensive end, like switch up, switch up, go go. And it's like yeah, you don't. I would love to hear that instead of like. Hey guys, we just need one more stop. Good shot out there. You know, they do like the mic'd up and stuff. I would love I would love to hear mm -hmm. like, you know, I guess UFC 
fighters they have coaches right I'm they so, do and when they since covid some of the fights they fight at the uh apex center which is like their training facility yeah. so it's much smaller crowd and you can hear the coaches the amount like uh, it's something i could never do because the amount of intelligence like when you hear somebody like uh izzy adesanya who's the the middleweight champion uh, and he was a kickboxer for a number of years mm-hmm. and it's not just like athleticism it's not just like oh i'm stronger or whatever but like setting traps where like for two rounds, they'll keep doing a thing. And then the third round, they, they trick you into doing something where they are like, they'll cut off certain parts of the cage or like yeah. they'll, they just, you know, they'll, 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 they'll they, they, there's like actual strategy. So like Amanda Nunez, who's the greatest UFC yes. female fighter, probably a top she five UFC this, fighter. Did she win yeah. this past weekend? Yeah. So she lost a couple months ago. She lost her bantamweight belt to Juliana Pena, who's a very good fighter. And that was the rematch, right? That, that was the first one was a couple months ago. Okay. And she lost. And I could tell Amanda Nunez did like not look her best. Um, and she still dominated the first round. And then she's got caught in a choke. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it happens. She was she was exhausted. She had she was recovering from COVID. She was having issues oh, at her gym. Jesus. And uh, but this one, Juliana Pena, and this is what all the experts have been saying, like she fought the same fight as the first one. It's like, I'm going to do the same thing that won me the first match. And Amanda Nunez completely changed her game, came in in way better shape, switched to southpaw. Oh, beat, really? Yeah, beat her up on the feet, which, which confused her because now, like, you know, everything's coming from a different direction. Beat her up on the feet the first two rounds, then switched to grappling for the last three and held her down and wrestled. And it's, it was all, like, the strategy is what threw her off. And, like, there's so much strategy and that's why when you see guys like Greg Hardy, who's like, I'm sure he's a smart guy. He played professional football. Yeah. But come in there and like, hey, I know oh, I can I'm knock anybody four. out. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, yeah, yeah. I, like Francis Ngannou, who's a heavyweight champ, can knock anybody out in the world with one punch. He has the ability to do that. His last fight that he won, he won in a, in a decision using his wrestling because like the guy who was fighting, Cyril Gan, is like smart. And he couldn't like... He wasn't able to like get off that. He has one punch knockout power. Mm-hmm. He has it, it was recorded as the heaviest punch in the history of the world. I think it's like how they do how they was it they a have like a, they have like a thing yeah no? sports okay. science thing. And the, uh, it's a, I think the equivalent of getting hit by like a Ford Focus going like sixty miles an hour. It's like Jesus. a crazy thing. But he couldn't. You think like oh just go in there. All I got to do is hit him once. No. But no, there's a strategy involved, yeah. and he ended up taking the guy down and wrestling. He also had a broken leg basically the entire <sighs> fight and still won. Um, but there's so much strategy involved that your adrenaline guys, must be pumping if you don't feel that, or maybe you do feel. Yeah, it, he but. had like a torn, like, but before going into the fight, he had like a torn ACL oh, and God. everything. Um, but he did it to prove a point. There's a whole story to that. You'll know this more than anyone, I feel like, because you do watch UFC. And from an outsider, I notice like you have a very, you know, people say running backs in the NFL have a very short shelf life, right? Like. You don't have a long career. If you do, like, God bless you. It kind of seems like that with UFC. Like, you look back, like, Ronda Rousey was, like, an icon for a very short amount of time. And yeah. me personally, who I love all sports, I can't tell you who the woman who knocked her out, like, who who put her back she, in her place. She got knocked out twice. She got knocked out by Holly Holm. Yeah. And then with the head came kick. Back and then and came back. Like, oh, she means business this time. And then Amanda Nunez dis- just destroyed Amanda her, right? Nunez is... You know, listen, there's a lot of like, oh, but like women, you know, they're only good against women. Amanda, Amanda Nunez. Nunez. I'm not going to. St- they were saying at one point, Ronda Rousey, like, oh, put her with Floyd Mayweather. No freaking nah, way. Yeah. I So Amanda Nunez fights at 135 and 145. There might be a couple of like 125 and 135 men who, who like, who like, who know it. Not, not just like, just, you can yeah, destroy yeah. me. But there might be a couple 125, 135 men who know how to fight who she could probably ragdoll. Like really? she's that good. Yeah. Yeah. 
she's that good. But yeah, they have a short shelf life. It's it's tough, man. I mean, like Amanda New like I thought she was gonna win just because I've seen her fight a lot and I saw and her last fight like and I'm like I'm like she, I, I just yeah. can tell Juliana Payne was not better than her in the last mm-hmm. fight. Like she wasn't faster at all. She wasn't more powerful. Nunez just looked off. She just looked tired. She just like she didn't look like she was in good shape. Yeah. Um, so I knew she was going to win, but there were like a lot of people, a lot of experts who were surprised, like to make this comeback at 34. And I even remember in Rocky three, when he loses in the beginning, the clubber Lang, and yeah. they have the rematch. He's like for Ra- Balboa to come back at 34. And I'm like, dude, like that's me in two years. Yeah. That's me now. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. and, but, but for, for that, now there's a few fighters who, so like this guy, Patty, yeah. the baddie they call like oh, Patty Pimblett is I so love good. Him. I, love I love him. him. I, Dude, he, he right on the, the guy right on the mic. Yes. His, yeah. his, you know, and then he always gets screwed up in the, in the first round and then just. So like, where do you see his shelf life going? Like, do you think he, like people are getting smarter than now and they, you know, like there's the, listen, they all still have the warrior spirit. I'm not going to say yeah. anybody who goes into a, into a, because I, I feel like Conor McGregor spirit. has fallen off, but that's from an outsider's perspective. Yeah, He could probably still, he didn't, he could probably still do some damage to some people. Um, cause it's cause he has that left hand of God, but also yeah. people don't realize that like his reign of terror was at 145, which he had to cut a lot of weight to get. Then he really only won. He won. The the one fight at 155 that won him the belt because he was already champ, so it was like a big hype thing. Outside of 145, his record is like three and three. He's not great. Um, And then he had, I think he had three fights at 170, two against Nate Diaz. He lost one, he won one. And then the one against Donald Cerrone, but Donald Cerrone is like way over the hill, fortunately. Um, And then the two fights against Dustin Poirier at 155, he lost both of those. Like, you know, he he had power that at 145 would knock you out, and he mm-hmm. had power at 155 could do some damage. But then at 170, like when he fought Nate Diaz, he could he and he beat Nate Diaz up, but couldn't knock him out at 170. Like that's your crazy. your strength doesn't you know it. Tra- that's why it's people always cut weight. If you're if you're walking around at 170, you cut to 155, mm-hmm. or if you can, you cut to 145. Because then by the time you hydrate up, you're almost back to your regular weight. You have that power and you're against somebody who's smaller. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but no, UFC, man, like, unless you're somebody who doesn't take a lot of damage, like Izzy doesn't, Izzy had one absolute brawl with Kelvin Gastelum. It's one of the best fights ever, like ranked as one of the, it's a five round. And then you, that's the one where he's like, as they're getting ready for the fifth round and he's all bruised, Kevin Gastelum's all bruised and it's swollen. And he looks at Kevin Gastelum and he's like, like I am ready to die. Like I, w- I will die tonight. So like you, and he ended up winning. Um, <laughs> is that the, is that the clip where the guy's like, I'm prepared to die. Yeah. That's, that's, that's his oh my song. God. And, like, or geez. you have like, uh, I hope there's a few UFC fans listening to this. Cause they'll get, a, they'll, they'll love this. Or like, um, Robbie Lawler against Rory McDonald two, where they beat the shit out of each other. They did the four rounds. They're going, it's a championship. They're going back to their corners. His lip is like split open and gone. Rory McDonald's all fucked up. They ring the bell to stop the fourth and go back to their corners for the last round. And they both just like walk to the middle and like stare each other down. They have to be like separated. They're like, just like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I feel like some of that is not not there there. anymore because people are also like, you know, there's a lot of disputes with fighter pay in the UFC. Yep. So guys are like, guys are like, listen, you know, I want to redo my contract. Like I'm, I'm going to take the slow roll. Don't just jump me up to fight the top level. I want to take my time. You know, I don't want to get too beat up. And a lot of guys aren't sparring anymore. 
Like they'll they'll spar for that. Is it but more like, grappling or is grappling? That is? Like they'll yeah. they'll they obviously work on their striking. But like Max Holloway, who's one of the greatest boxers in the UFC, he doesn't like spar. He's like, I'm not gonna get if I'm gonna get beat up, I'm gonna get beat up in the ring. I'm not gonna have somebody like beating me up. Yeah. Outside, and he takes some beatings in the ring, but he's I don't think he's ever been knocked down. Let alone like not he's never been knocked out wow. clearly. But he's never even been knocked, and he's been in some brutal wars. But it's because like I don't take any damage in training doing that. A lot of guys like there's been guys who've like gotten concussions in training and then, you know, in their training camp, then two months later go and fight. And then like the one and you gotta look at somebody like Chuck Liddell, who was a monster, you know, you could hit him in the face with a bar of steel and he would be fine. Started getting knocked out, and then it was like the first little jab on the jaw on the jaw That's lights out. Because yeah. your brain after so much trauma, your brain eventually is like, All right, I'm going to protect you yeah. earlier. Yeah. Like, I'm going to yeah. stop this earlier. Um, so, yeah, but, oh, man, I love the UFC. I yeah, freaking I mean, love it so I much. Love the per- I love the fighters that you see in there. Like, I know uh, Portnoy of Barstool was like, he went to London. He was in oh, yeah. Patty's Corner. And then after the interview, Patty's talking about, like, men's mental health. And you're like, that is awesome. You no, know, like, he, that's, dude, that's really has important. It. He has what Connor has. But I don't think he's gonna get in the kind of back end trouble that Connor got in, um, because like there was one incident where like he made a joke about some like Georgian fighter, and then the guy tried to fight him at a hotel, and Patty like got behind a breakfast table and like separated. And he's yeah. like, I'm not risking like I'm not gonna break my hand on this guy yeah. like now. He's like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, like this is like this is my my meal ticket. Yeah, where yeah. Connor will just like beat up old guys at a bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah so exactly. I'm like, if he's able to take Izzy is a huge star. Sugar Sean O'Malley is a huge star. Um, there's there's a lot of guys that are like seeing how the game is done, and they're also just really really good. Yeah, like they're just exceptional. Watch it more because good. I just love the dude. Any like if there's a pay per view or like even if there's one on like a Saturday night, you want to freaking come Definitely, over. Yeah, like my buddy Ryan comes over, we just eat pizza and we watch it. And Ryan is huge. Ryan is six six, probably like two forty. Is this the story you told me where you kicked him? He kicks. Like, he he, he does kicks like a you leg. and you were like, Fuck. dude. He did like a fifteen percent <laughs> leg kick. And I was down. Yeah. And then you see guys getting, and you hear, 100%, the, you yeah. hear the slap just like on their, like on their Yeah, calf. you hear it through the TV. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, and then like the worst you'll see, like sometimes you will see a guy get like, I think Edson Barbosa has like two like technical knockouts on leg kicks where he just ended up kicking somebody's leg and they were just like, no, no, can't do it. Like it just destroyed their leg. Um, there was actually, there was a few knockouts this weekend on uh, body shots. Like somebody just getting rocked to like the liver and just like going down. They yeah. can't, which is not, yeah. you know, obviously not knockouts are, are, there's more of them, but it's a brutal sport. I might do jujitsu. I mean, not even jujitsu. I might, I want to do some kind of martial art to like get in shape. I don't want to do like, you were doing it for a minute. Well, he does right? the CKO yeah. kickboxing. I want to do something like, te- like Brazilian jujitsu would be great to like get in shape, but it's also, like it destroys your bones and like your joints. Like people get you in locks all the time and they pull you and everything. Like Joe Rogan's had like multiple surgeries. So Jeez. I don't know, but listen, it's great to have you back. Yes, We're so happy. Everyone make sure to uh, comment, like, and subscribe. Uh, welcome Chris back to the show. Yep. Follow us on Instagram, Vimeo, follow the podcast, obviously on Spotify. We're going to be coming back with YouTube hopefully soon. Yes. So you can probably by that. the fall. Yep. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, some of you maybe got to Nashville for the event. I don't know yet. I'm not there yet, but I will be by the time this comes out. Um, but uh, yeah, just uh, keep them lit, I guess. That's my new saying. That's what we're going to go with. So do it. Do it.